Welcome to the Crowncast, our very first one of 2021. It's Be Wise with Coach Brian. February, the first time we've done one of these since December, I think. There's way more snow today. Yeah, way, way, way more snow, and there's less golfers out on the golf course. I love it when it snows here because it's like, it, my kids love it outside in the snow, but it's like, you know, it goes away. Yeah. <laughs> it's like three days of sledding and then rain, and I'm like, yes, back yeah. to normal life. Absolutely. And now, listen, you've been off for the last couple of months. Your wife has had some issues with uh, with cancer. Mm-hmm. You're back. You're progressing through treatment. Uh, you want to give people an update on that? Yeah, she's doing good. She's uh, she's done her radiation. I mean, uh, the cancer people are unbelievable at what they do. And, and uh, so she's, you know, they cut it out, and they've given her the radiation. So she stopped. She doesn't have to go to Victoria anymore. The rest is done up here. And she's in good spirits. It's... It's an interesting process and it's day to day and 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 it's it's one of those things where, you know, you don't wish it on anyone, but my wife's uh She's a better person than me and always will be, and, and she's doing great, actually. Well, I know you had a lot of people on your side around here with their thoughts behind you guys and hoping for the best, and, and that's, uh, that's got to make you, you guys feel good. First of all, you don't remember, realize how many people are affected by cancer. That's unbelievable. Yeah. When people start talking, like my brother, my husband, my, it's unbelievable to me. And then the other thing to it is just, you know, the support from here has been unbelievable. Like, I, I don't... I, I, I come to work and I don't, everyone here is my friend, but it's work and you don't realize the relationships you're forming and, and the support from the course, the club, the members, people I know has been unbelievable. I'm not really good at taking help. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah, I, it's yeah. probably the worst thing I am. And my Mindy's a lot of the time, just shut up, just say thank you and, and, and do it. And, and yeah, no, it's, it's, it was really grateful. It allowed us, um, it made, it made things a lot easier on my wife. Mindy, believe it or not, loves having me around, and it, it provided the opportunity that I didn't. I could take the time off to be with her and the kids during during all of it. Because yeah. it's not it's not easy. It was not very long treatment every day, but it's like she sleeps a lot, and it was just nice to be together as a family. Except for the kids, they drove me nuts. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, they've uh, they're going through something entirely different as yeah. well, right? Yeah. So they need uh, they need dad there and mom there to make sure they can get through it, right? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. I don't know about stay-at-home parent i don't know about that job description that's a that was a that was a fun one i cooked a lot of good meals apparently i i that was the biggest mistake i made so like i'm not a cook right but i got a lot of recipes i said oh i'll get recipes and i'll cook and everything and the meals were too good potentially and now like now i'm cooking and i'm like i didn't want to take over any now i got more responsibility this is no good now you got another job it's why i always have made sure that i never wash the dishes properly because then I'm not seen as the dishwasher. I yeah, you go you go the lower expectations, right? You gotta you gotta expect you know put them low, and then you know Minnie's always proud of me when I get out of bed in the morning. She's like, "Good for you," and I'm like, "Yes, all right." <laughs> They're so low. You're back at it. Yeah. Uh, can you explain? Uh, yeah, I got a lot of things work? going on. I, I, I'm not back full time. I'm back to work next week. Jared's come in, so we've got a lot of stuff going on. Jared's a great guy, and it's it's going to be oh, real yeah. fun to work together and and. Yeah, there's just a lot of things going on. I'm juggling, you know, everything's a webinar now. So, like, I got, like, six webinars a day where I'm looking at education, learning things. And and it's the time to learn a lot of stuff because there's a lot of programming out. Uh, So, it's good. I started taking this new, you know... It's funny, uh, Minnie walks in on, on me doing education sometimes, and she goes, that is boring. I'm in a course now about biomechanics out of Penn right. State, 
And it, it's talking like X and Y and Z vectors and physics. And, and she walked in on that. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, it's golf. Don't worry about it. It's good. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I won't talk to anybody about the X, Y, Z f- at all. They don't Exa- need to know. Exactly. But the last time we spoke, we spoke of the Titleist uh, Performance Institute, TPI. Well, let's talk about that. So, so we talked about the body swing connection. So the more we learn about golf, the more you know we start to see on the PGA Tour how everyone's separate, right? Everyone's got a different swing, something that works for them, and reasons why it works and why it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And, and the smarter we get as golf instructors, like if a golf instructor, if you go to a lesson and in the first five minutes the guy tells you what you're doing wrong i don't think he's doing his job because he hasn't seen you long enough or known you long enough to really understand what's going on he doesn't know what your body's doing he doesn't know what you can do he doesn't know what your problem is on the golf course you know he's got to know a lot more like golf coaches and instructors should take way more time to review and see what's going on in your game before they even make decisions. But speaking of the TPI, I mean, we found what? We found a shoulder issue. Right. You couldn't yeah. move your uh, shoulder. Yeah, little uh, torn uh, rotator cuff and yeah. waiting for an MRI, which is until October of this year. Um, but in the meantime, uh, you gave me some exercises to do. Yeah, how, how many How many exercises was it? I think it's about eight or nine uh, and how, that, that I do every morning. It takes me about seven minutes to do to go through them all yeah and that was november right yeah it was in november and i couldn't take uh my hands interlock them and put them behind my head and now i can with ease so that really it really helped and less pain and three days of shoveling i'm not worse for wear after that i was kind of afraid of it you know mm-hmm. but i mean it seemed to it seemed to help a lot you know and it's very simple stuff and it was uh, well done in your part we want to transform people right like it's not it's about golf but like if I can help you shovel driveways, you right. know, or help you play golf longer, isn't that something you want to do? When your shoulders start to work better, we're going to be able to talk about you doing something different with the club than you've been able to do before. And it's not, if we had tried to get you to do it before, you would have never been able to do it. And if you'd looked at a YouTube thing and said, I'm going to try and do that, and you had no idea what your body does, you might not be able to do it. And you might just spend all year trying to do something you can't do. Right. Well, I spent a few, uh, a couple of months trying to do something and I just could not bring my arm. I couldn't get that rotation in my arm because of my, because uh, of my shoulder. Yeah. And, and you couldn't bring it up or you I couldn't bring it up. Yeah. And, and the reality is, is until people have that swing connection or at least understand, like, it's not even so much about, you know, you don't need to know all, everything that's going on. You just need to understand why you potentially do something. And then we have to match up how it works together right Right. like someone that has a strong grip and someone that has a weak grip they have to do different things with a golf club Mm -hmm. they may not think they do but they they have to because it doesn't work the same people that have shoulder injuries or back or hip issues need to help themselves with their hips but they might have to do things differently in their swing to to make it work and we see it all the time like there are people on the pga tour that swing that way for a reason they don't Mm -hmm. they don't they do it because that's the way their body works. And they probably do it a certain way. Like Bryson DeChambeau, probably, if he didn't move his left foot out with that kind of force, he'd probably have a broken ankle. Yeah, or, or knee, <laughs> right? Like, and, and that's the thing. Like, when you look, if you're trying to gain power, you're going to have some footwork and forces and, and things that change. But I, I think in the, in, the, in the long run, what happens is we spend a lot of time you know, on the range, fixing things that people have tried to do, but just don't make a lot of sense, right? Mm-hmm. Like we talked about, you know, your how you turn your body and get really flat with your wingspan. 
it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And, and, and so what happens is you can't get to that position or you have, you get restricted and then you have to match things up and, and it doesn't work. Right. Yeah. I think most people need to get an understanding of their bodies, right. And understanding why they swing the way they do before they even take the next steps into getting better. What do you think the number one, four complaints of golf lessons are? Do you know what they would be? I can give them to you. You want to hear them? So yeah, yeah, I, I gotta, yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to make you guess. Yeah, yeah, it won't yeah. make people wait. Yeah. One, they're too expensive, right? The second is I'll get worse before I get better. The third is I don't really want to change. And the fourth is, you know, in the long run, I don't believe it's going to gonna help. And, and I look at those and I go, well, when someone says something's too expensive, I say, well, it's because you didn't get value. Right. Right. Value. Value is, you know, you're paying for something. You would hope you get it in the end. Mm -hmm. Right. That's important. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When you look at, you know, I'll get worse. That's that's someone saying, you know, that's where the mental game comes in. If you've taken lessons and only gotten worse, well, of course, your mental game is going to be fried because you're going to be like, well, I don't believe anything anymore. I can't trust yeah. anyone. Yeah. And it's hard to believe even yourself when you're trying to to make yourself better. I mean, a lot of people's mental games are fried because. They, they try and either do too much or their expectation level is out of whack. And, and that's part of a coach's job, too. Yeah. If you if you shoot 90 and you're like trying to go out and shoot even par, your mental game is going to be right. Not good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your yeah, expectation exactly. level. That, that's what a coach does. Right. We set goals. We set things that are attainable. Yeah. We help you kind of understand the long term, you know, what we can do in the long term because it doesn't happen overnight. Right. Too, right. You can't just change overnight. You can't ma become me better mentally overnight. It comes from doing things in the right process to eventually have the confidence to do it all the time. Yeah. Right. Confidence is a key. Yeah. It really is one of the big keys. When you get on a roll, uh, it's because you've got that confidence over your next shot. It's about process, right? You right. need to go through steps to build the confidence in something or else it's it's never going to work. And I think that's kind of the, the what, again, what a coach does is go, look, you're not there yet. You can be there, but it's these steps along the way. Warren Buffett, I heard a great quote from him. I don't look to jump over the seven foot bar. I look to jump over the one foot bar seven times. If I'm going for the big fish, he's like, I ain't never gonna get there. But if I jump over all these, I'm in the same spot. And I think that's where coaching makes sense is like, you gotta go through the process to gain the confidence. Mm -hmm. These guys are confident because they've gone through all of these little steps along the way. A lot of us just wanna go from A to Z. Right. Without all the letters in between. The other thing that you wanted to talk about was uh, uh, why being on the golf course is essential. Jared and I were talking. I, I believe we're going to do a combine. So a combine is like what we're going to do is sometime maybe in April we'll, we'll get we're going to go set up on the golf course and we're going to test everyone's parts. You can come in, you know, use your use your membership lesson idea because too many people don't use those. We got to get people using those. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, use that free lesson to come out and get your game tested on putting chipping and then iron and, and driver play right and, and it'll give people a good concept of of where they're at and the reason i'm going to do that is because most people if i don't see them on the golf course they lie to me can you right. believe that yeah weird you know how many people told me tell me they're good putters <laughs> guess how many right, give me a percentage uh let's say 75 percent. i think it's like 92 wow. let's really? like i should do 90. the stat on that but, uh, you know, it's 92%, yeah. right? Yeah. And then I see them putt and I go, <laughs> that is not true, right? Because I, I tell people, like, let's tackle low-lying fruit. Your chip, you say your chipping and putting has gotten better, right? Yeah, a lot better. How yeah. the score's gotten? Uh, scores are better than they were yeah. back in the summer, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. better than they, they've yeah, gotten yeah. better. And yeah. it's the easiest thing to be good at, yet we all think we're good at it. Like, we accept that we'll three-putt 
five mm. times around. Or where I'll accept missing three footers. And I go, look, putting is simple. It is a simple, the putter moves, you know, 12 inches. Right. And we're trying to perfect like a full swing. And we can't even do that, right? Shouldn't we start with the easier things? And I think, I think that's why going on the golf course is important. It allows people to get actually evaluated for the problems. Yeah. Because well, that's a great idea. Yeah. That's I, a fantastic idea. And especially using the, the lesson that you get with your, with your membership and it goes to waste, whereas it's, it's great. Yeah. Um, well, why not have it? I mean, and even if you don't want to take a lesson or you think you're not going to benefit, do a combine and see if you're getting better this year. Right. Let's see. Let's see if you can actually guess where your handicap, because we'll handicap each part of your game, and let's let's see where you land. I have a feeling most people won't land where they think they should. Mm-hmm. Right on a handicap scale. I mean, it, it's amazing to me. You know, even look at the combine. There's a whole section on putting, and a whole section on chipping, and really like you hit ten shots on the range. But everybody spends their time. Saying, oh, I'm, I'm fine putting and chipping. Yeah. And I go, okay, how many putts do you have around? Well, I have 39. I go, well, right? Like, yeah. Like we, that's, you know, that's, I think that's 10 shots I could save like that. By going out on the, on the golf course uh, with the lessons, you find out whether a person's a gamer or not. Yeah. Some people are great in the range, great in the putting green, great in chipping. But when they get out on the golf course, they fall apart. The driving range resembles nothing like the golf course, right? It doesn't, you got to get on the golf course because there's different lies, there's rough. I don't think a lot of people know what happens differently if the ball's sitting down on the rough or sitting up. They'll hit the same club. Yeah, yeah. No matter what. Or they'll try and do too much. Or they'll get in the fescue and try and get it to the green. And I'm like, you don't have the swing speed to even get it 50 yards. Like, get it out and and accept. Like, people make a lot of mistakes that they could save just by understanding what the how the golf course is affecting what they're doing. Yeah. And you don't get that on the range. A great example of that was uh, on the weekend at Pebble Beach. You had Jordan Spieth who was in the rough and he was like completely buried. You could hardly even see the ball. And he was like 120 yards out from the, the green. And he came down on it so steep, comes up beautifully, lands 15 feet from the flag. But he came up so steep on it, and the announcer is saying, "Hey, he had to do that because he had to he had to create that that steepness." Right? Yeah, and if his swing speed is eighty miles an hour, I got bad news. I don't care <laughs> how I don't care how steep you come down yeah, on yeah. it. You're not going to get the ball to go anywhere. I mean, that guy's swinging. Look how hard he's. I think I always remember. You remember those Tiger Woods swings? They always yeah. where he's like his feet and he's flying yeah. all over the place, and there's just fescue flying all yeah. over the map. That, that swing speed that some people don't have, so you have to kind of understand, like, you can try it all you want. <laughs> it ain't going to work, right? Yeah. And, and I think a lot of people don't really understand how, how you have to play the golf course differently depending on what you do. The speed clinic I'm doing right now, I could even bring that up. I'm seeing gains out of those, those, those six players. They're, you know, going up three, four miles an hour. That's going to make a huge difference in their game. A lot of people don't realize that, but... It makes a huge difference. Like everything this year is going to build off of last year. Like last year was a great year of coaching. And I think this year what's nice is like everything's going to be result based, mm-hmm. right? Everything is going to be about results, right? Everything is going to be about what do you want to shoot? And, and I'll, I'll tell you, like it could, I might tell you it takes six years. Sorry. It's just reality doesn't, if you shoot 95 and, and you want to shoot even, even we can get there, but it's going to be. Right. It might be six years of, of saying, okay, I got to, these are the, this is how we're going to build that plan. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think that's, this year is going to be 
better. Every program's gonna have, it's gonna be all about results, all about testing, knowing that you're getting better. Yeah. Because it's all about results. If you're not getting results, then that first thing is too expensive. It is too expensive because right. you're not getting your value, right? And then I think it's uh, the questions you ask and how you ask them and getting that information so you really find out what the person actually wants to do they yeah. may not want to shoot even par they might want to go out on saturday with their buddies and be respectable value is whatever you decide value is and it's my job to make sure you get that value right if it's two shots it's always going to be score related mm -hmm. because how else am i going to make a goal right for you right i can't make a goal off of you know hey i want to be a better chipper what does that mean what does mean? What does be a better chipper mean? That's not measurable. I can say you're a better chipper tomorrow. It doesn't mean you are a better chipper. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to be a better chipper? Well, I'll chip it closer more often. Well, how close? How how many times? From where? You look at the most successful people on the planet. They'll all tell you the number one thing they do is they set goals that are that are measurable that they can attain right that they can that they can actually track to make sure they're getting to that point, right? Even if you're not at where you need to be, you're, you gotta know that you're gonna get there. And I think that's, you know, what most people do in golf is they just, I don't know, it's kinda like, I don't know why, it's like, oh, I just wanna be better. It's very, I don't know, it's maybe the island, it's the hippie. Yeah, it's yeah, It's the hippie, yeah. I, you know, like it's just, you know, you should know if you're getting better. If you don't know that, then you, you're not, it's too expensive, right? Yeah. You are gonna get worse before you get better because you don't know. Right? Is there a process? What's the process? Right? Not, I'm not saying people might not struggle at some point. If you're going to learn anything, you do have to struggle sometimes. It's just how it is. Right? I mean, I struggle sometimes when it comes to coaching. I don't really know what to do here, but mm -hmm. I learn and I get better, and, and that's the whole point. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you what, Brian. It's going to be a lot of fun this year chatting. Uh, this is the first one. We'll probably do another. Ten of them. Oh gosh! So uh, I really over time we'll go over time, over time every yeah. single time. You'll have yeah. to edit and edit and yeah. edit. Yeah. I bet you were too long today too. <laughs> <laughs> I really look forward to uh, to learning more. I always enjoy our conversations. And uh, uh, when the snow's gone, uh, let's get out in the golf course. Can I tell you one more thing? Mm -hmm. One more thing. I'm starting this year. Anybody that does a coaching program with me, between the two of us, I will guarantee your results for the value that you get in the program, or I will teach you for free. Oh, there you go. So if you if you go on a program, and at the end of the program, we agree on a goal that you should get to, and you do your end of the bargain, which is important, right. at the end of the program, if you haven't gotten to that goal, we'll continue. Oh, I'll just well include. done. Why not? So you're putting your money where your mouth is. Why not, right? Yeah. And as long as everybody, we both agree on how many times you're supposed, as long as you put in the work too, because the unfortunate thing about most of the times is if you don't, you both got to put your end of the bargain in, right? Yeah. Or else you're not going to get there. So as long as you put in the time, I'll guarantee the results. Well, that's fantastic. Thanks, awesome. Brian. Thanks, Brian.